Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. Welcome back. We are in the dog days of summer. Not much sports happening, but there is somebody you can root for. That would be Frank Udi inside the Big Brother house. Marion, Arkansas's own from right across the bridge. Son of psycho Sid Vicious is back in the Big Brother house for a second try at the half million dollar prize. So every week we're doing our Big Brother takeover where we are focusing on Frank. Let's do that now. Our Big Brother Takeover, our coverage of Big Brother 18, is brought to you by the 19th Annual Sports Ball, benefiting Big Brothers and Big Sisters. So it is the 18th season of Big Brother. It's the 19th year of the Big Brothers, Big Sisters Sports Ball. It is tonight at Minglewood Hall from 7 to midnight. Lace up your Nike tennis shoes and play games for grown-ups to create futures for kids. Enjoy interactive games, a photo booth, mock roulette wheel, and other casino games. You can, And plus, you can joust with a friend. And they'll be live in the silent auctions as well with incredible prizes. It is the Big Brothers Big Sister Sports Ball. But it's not like any typical gala you go to because they're going to have fun food like you would get at a sporting event. Plus, plus you get to wear your tennis shoes with your suit. So you'll be wearing tennis shoes with your suit or your dress. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. You don't wear those uncomfortable shoes tonight. You wear tennis shoes, and it's all for a good cause, benefiting Big Brothers, Big Sisters. You can still get tickets if you want. Go to msmentor.org. Tickets will be available at the door at Minglewood Hall as well. It's the Big Brothers, Big Sisters sports ball tonight at Minglewood Hall. Games for grown-ups, futures for kids. And speaking of kids, the mother of Frank is going to join us right now. She is Sabrina Udy, and... Um, she joins us now to talk about this past week. Frank, still in the Big Brother house. This is a spoiler-free conversation about what's been happening on the live feed. So we'll only go up to last night's Battle Back special Friday night episode of Big Brother. Hey, good afternoon, Sabrina. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Yes. Uh, so y'all's last name is pronounced Udi, right? It is. <laughs> so like the it announcer, be, but it is. The yeah. announcer pronounces it different. Lots of people yeah, pronounce it differently. Yeah, it, EU is you, but uh, Sid's family says ooh, so we go along with it. It's Udi. So it is ooh. Like Moody, it is. Like Moody without the moo, it's it, Udi. It, it is. Okay. It's terrible. Just want to clarify, a lot of people, everybody's mispronouncing it. It's not terrible. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's totally fine. <laughs> but I just want to make sure, because like, yeah. you're watching the, the announcer you know, on the show saying saying it wrong. Okay. He said Udi's, he said Udi's booty is what he said. All right. <laughs> and I was like, really? It was pretty funny. Okay, so Sabrina's yeah. joining us for son Frank back in the Big Brother house for a second go around. This week, much more positive than last week. Last week was... Uh, mm-hmm. It had to be tough for you to watch and talk about on the radio yeah. as well. Yeah, it was, absolutely. But like I said last week, things flipped on a dime and everything changed really quickly. So, um, Let's talk about that. Back to- let's talk about that. First off, okay. let's talk about as most recent as we know, because we got to stay spoiler-free from what's going on in the live feeds. But last night, right. Victor officially returned to the Big Brother house after winning the battle back. A weird Friday night episode of Big Brother. And a very unique uh, episode for sure. Victor, back in the house. That's good for Frank, right? Victor's got to be a bigger target than Frank to get back out. 
Um, you know, I, the very first week that we talked, I was kind of hoping when we heard about the battle back, it may be Victor, so they could kind of team back up. But now that Paul has kind of turned into sort of like a Renfield to Paulie's Dracula, I don't know if that's that great for, for Frank because I think Victor will probably gravitate towards Paul and um, it'll just be um, another number against him. So I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, well, they look pretty chummy on the at the very end of the show last night. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Well, you look at it like Paul and Victor obviously were real close at, mm-hmm. before he left. Paul's a bit right. of this weird in-between tweener, floaterish type of a role. Uh, and see, this seems bad possibly for Paul's game. It could be bad for Paul's game if he goes all in on Victor, and then they don't really want Victor as part of that group. Everybody else wants Victor out, but he's friends with Victor. He could be conflicted and have to make some tough decisions if you're Paul. Yeah, Paul is playing. He's playing the rat role, obviously, mm-hmm. and he's um, he and he doesn't know the game very well. I mean, I think he's probably a good kid, but he's he's he doesn't he's just gravitating towards wherever he thinks the power is. So that's, that that can be very dangerous. But then again, you know, the power will tag people along like that because they don't see them as being very dangerous to them. So um, we'll see how, how, it, how it all pans out. But he has been saying a lot of things that aren't true, and usually that stuff comes back to bite you. But so. before he reentered the house, Victor, of course, competing against the other house guests to, to earn the shot back into the house, Vanessa's sister told him, don't trust anybody except Frank. Right, right. Will he and, listen you know, to these people? Uh, you know, who knows? That that's the thing because he may be thinking she's doing it for a purpose too. You never yeah. know. I, I hope that he does. But the problem is, regardless, whenever he's stuck back in there, all of a sudden he knows he's coming back in there with a big disadvantage. He's not going to want to be the target. And you know, obviously, whenever they first come back in, they usually try to target them right off the bat. So. Um, you know, those people usually try to gravitate towards power as well. So right. we'll Vic- see. Right. Victor already had a reputation as being good in comps, and when you win, uh, what's the four comps in a row to get back in the house, that you're going to uh, continue to build on that reputation. So he could yeah. be could be considered a scary player. Uh, as Paul about, is not going to yeah. like it. Paul, Paul, definitely, he's going to be the one that will be most afraid of that because. Um, you know, that's that's what he thinks, you know, that he is. So right. that's going to be a, a pretty big uh, thorn in his side, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Polly does not like anybody who's a returning player, anybody who is related to another player. Uh, he's <laughs> kind of against anybody, all of Anybody, anybody. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's pretty funny. <laughs> he's, he's been interesting to watch. Last thing on the battle back, though, seemed like the battle back was set up where they were anticipating that Frank might be there. Because if anything blends together Big Brother and professional wrestling, it is Frank being in there with his famous father, Psycho Sid Vicious. But they added a title belt. This was really awesome. But like, yeah, you I won, so too. <laughs> you won the battle back, and you got a a championship belt um, after each yeah. victory. That was that was really cool. Yeah, I like that as well. Seemed like it was nice touch made for Frank to be there and, and get a championship. Uh, and uh, just like his his father, who former WWE and WCW champion. Yeah. All right. So we've been trying to get Sid on the show, right? We have to talk about this. He just he's not watching. We can't. He it's it's tough he's, to get him on. Yeah. He's he. I, I just tried calling him again. I'm assuming mm-hmm. he's still at the gym. Um. He uh uh, like I said, he's he's watching. He doesn't watch constantly like I do, and of course he doesn't mm-hmm. do the feeds or anything. But but he does keep up with it and. He's and I'm constantly, even when he is watching it, I'm having to tell him <laughs> what's going on because he, you know, you really have to follow it because it, it does get a little confusing. But 
he um he he has been following it absolutely but um i have a little tidbit of sports related information since um this is a sports show yesterday morning our tiger's own d'angelo williams bought Sid's breakfast for him at a Waffle House in Memphis, which was kind of cool. Right? He posted <laughs> on Twitter. I thought, yeah. And what was really strange is Frank had just made a shout-out to him about a week ago because D'Angelo played for Wynn um, when Frankie was playing for Marion, which Wynn was wonderful, and, and uh, Marion was not very good. But anyway, he kind of made a shout-out the other day just out of the blue, and it was kind of strange. And then Sid sees him here in town, you know, yesterday morning kind of cool but anyway they, they saw each other at waffle up. house was this the waffle west, house. west memphis or where was no i think he was in memphis i think sid had just left the gym or he was on the way to the gym but uh d'angelo posted it to his twitter so you can see it it was kind of cool right. i don't know um, how i missed that i'm gonna look that up d'angelo yeah d'angelo a big wrestling fan yeah. and 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 of course sid and d'angelo too arkansas uh, Absolutely, yeah. Arkansas guys who really have embraced Memphis and really exemplify mm-hmm. the idea that Memphis is bigger than the city limits. That you, you know, we reach out into into right. to Arkansas and northern Mississippi. That Memphis is uh, the metropolitan area spans a lot of places, yeah. and that whether you're from Wynn, Arkansas, or Marion, Arkansas, you yeah. are you are still a Memphian, and that's a very cool. So D'Angelo bought Sid's Waffle House. What did what did what did they what did he get? <laughs> what did Sid order a Waffle House? And that, I don't know. I'm sure it was all protein, pretty much eggs and probably steak and eggs. Uh, he, uh, but yeah, that was that was kind of a cool little tidbit. And you know, Frank was at, at University of Memphis the whole time. That I think D'Angelo's a year older than him, so they were there, but basically the same time. So it was kind of a neat little coincidence. That's real cool. I'm going to find that tweet and I'll, I'll retweet that. So, oh, here we go. So we met a legend of the ring today, Sid Vicious. Great talking to him. Um, at the mm-hmm. at the Waffle House, so that's yeah. <laughs> that is <laughs> what a strange coincidence. Such a Memphis moment. Okay, <laughs> I've just retweeted it at Cerrito on Twitter. Okay, so um, well, we're gonna get Sid on at some point. We're gonna get him on. We're just gonna have to make it happen. You can't go the entire <laughs> summer and not get because there's people. I know it. There's people who I are know. impersonating Sid on Twitter, and now Paul Lee is saying mean things about Sid in the house. <laughs> did you did you see that stuff that popped up? Oh. This I week, Paulie, Paulie, uh, he didn't say this to Frank, but this is a quote from Paulie saying, Frank, I'm coming after you because I was bred for this. And, and <laughs> don't do that fake wrestling your daddy uh-huh. did. So he's calling out <laughs> Sid, and I want to get Sid's thoughts on this. So we're going to try to get him on. But back on track. We got you on, and we do appreciate you coming on every week, Sabrina, to talk about it. Um, Sabrina, the mother of Frank Udi, who's in the house uh, for a second time. So the, they ended the roadkill twist. They ended the team twist. Mm-hmm. Is that good for Frank? Because, I mean, he's been winning um, the roadkill, or his alliance members have been winning the roadkill. His friends, are his, yeah. he's been winning it. So, With him being such a target as he is, even though he even tells people he doesn't realize why he's such a target, he still, uh, I think the roadkill definitely helped him because it did split it a little bit where there was a possibility of uh, somebody else being on the block as well. So. If we're getting back, you know, back to the on the block every other week like he was before, mm-hmm. it's going to be a really, really hard, um, uh, you know, hard way to go for him. So and the, the team, I, I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, the team twist was helping him for sure. Like he would have been on the block yeah. last week or any of maybe the past two weeks if there wasn't the team twist where he had immunity because he was on the team as the person who won HOA. So the team twist has definitely been helping Frank's game and maybe it helped him along yeah. enough 
because uh, he's coming back in the good graces of the fans, right? The fans have turned around. We had right. like a week where people were like, oh, no, we don't like Frank. Look what he's doing. And I said that last week. I said the fans uh, the fans will come around a lot quicker than the people in the house will. Right. And he that's gets, just yeah. the way it is. Yeah, once he gets in that um, back in that underdog role that he's in. and. Mm-hmm. Because Frank, he, he 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 comes across better when he's trying to dig his way up instead of anybody really on these rally shows. If you're at the top of the mountain like Paulie is right now, and you you act a certain way, uh, where it seems you're too confident, the viewers don't really relate to that uh, as well as they do for cheering for. The, they want to cheer for the underdog, yeah. not the guy who. who well, the the difference between those two as well, which I, I know Paulie's a good kid, you can just tell. But the difference between Frank and Paulie is both of them are extremely. Uh, they're very cocky. Even Tiffany called him out on it the other day uh, on the on the the actual show on CBS. You know, said something. Well, you're cocky too, but you know, I'm using or whatever. But the difference between Polly and and Frank and they're being arrogant and cocky is that Frankie will admit to it and he'll he laughs about it. You know, he he at least says, "I know." Polly, no, he's not going to. <laughs> he's going to get defensive about it. So I mean, there's a there's a little bit of difference there in the way they're like that, but. Still, both of them are very have uh, healthy egos, to say the least. <laughs> so we uh, focus in on Frank here in the the Big Brother house every week. We're talking um, about Frank on the show in the noon hour. So let's talk about what Frank should do next. So that now that the immunity is gone, there's a good chance Frank's going to be back on the block in some capacity. He's probably going to have to start battling for the vetoes, and that's what he uh, did so much in his last season in Big Brother 14. Right. But if Frank's able to get power, or if somebody he's aligned with gets power, who should he be targeting? Should it be Davon? Should it be somebody else? Who would you tell him if you had a chance to right now to secretly put a, a message to him in the house? Who should he be targeting? Who should he target? Um, he should target Polly. Um, the the thing is, Devon, like I've said from the you know beginning, even though they've had their issues, I still, you know, she should do it for her game as well. I mean, mm-hmm. she, the two of them together would be really good because they're not involved now. Now Frank does have Bridget, but it's different. There, there's all this the showman stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. They're they're always going to be on the outside of that, and uh, you know, Devon has uh, a good social game. Uh, you know, Frank can do both, and then Bridget has, uh, she's a, a good, really good competitor. That's a pretty strong, you know, group right there if they would just be loyal to each other. Um, and I've, you know, I know that, um, I'm pretty confident to say that, that Frank and Bridget will be tight with each other. Um, I don't think anything's going to come in between there, but it's, uh, you know, I, I don't, I, right now there's just so many little small couples inside the bigger group. Um, that it's hard to kind of penetrate it. Um, and then now you've got Polly, and that's just, uh, I mean, Paul, I'm sorry, that's, that is just completely, I mean, he's just making up stuff. <laughs> he's just, he goes, he goes, he hears stuff, and then he elaborates on it, and he makes it so much worse than what it was, and it's just like, I can't stand that. I like him, but I cannot stand that when they actually just make up stuff. If, and there's plenty of, you know, denial and, and, and contriving and everything behind each other's back without having to go up and actually make up lies about people. I don't like that. So, um, that's gonna, I'm sure, gonna compound everything and make it more difficult because he's really, um, he's really starting a lot of stuff that doesn't need to be started. And we're talking with Sabrina. She is Frank's mom, Frank, in the Big Brother house again. 
not I have not I didn't see him wear a Memphis shirt I think the whole week this week on television so he needs to step up his repping Memphis game <laughs> he he doesn't know that we're making this push for the Big Twelve and Maybe, it would really help yeah, if he's wearing like if the Big Twelve uh, you know executives it would help and, this week it right. wouldn't help last week but it'll help this week he needs yeah. to start he needs Maybe. to start wearing that. Yeah, Michelle probably hid it from him. <laughs> probably. He needs to start wearing that. It's, it only help getting into the Big 12. Because yeah. the University of Houston, they don't have anybody wearing uh, those shirts. And, and That's right. Right. And in Cincinnati doesn't have anybody wearing uh, a shirt no. on Big Brother. And any of no. those other schools, UConn, trying to battle into the Big 12. No, no, no. Got to get Frank yeah. wearing it. He needs to be wearing it every day until they get that Absolutely. invitation. If only he knew. But they're cut out from the, <laughs> the outside world. They have no idea. What's yeah. going on? Uh, but I agree with you on Pauly. I think he should go after Pauly. Just Pauly seems to have a lot of control and a lot of influence, and he does not seem to be swaying on his stance on Frank. Like his goodbye message to Vanessa's sister the other night was like, "What? Hey, the fact that Frank was pushing for her to stay was a reason that he wanted her to go. So um, the fact that he admitted that and put it in a goodbye message means he is he is going yeah. after Frank, and I don't think he's going to sway yeah. on that. No, I don't think so either. Uh, you know, and it's a weird thing because I can guarantee you those two would really like each other outside the house. Um, they just, um, um, you know, that, and, and the thing is, you know, the whole thing goes back to that at the beginning is, you know, the, whenever Frank outed the eight pack, but he did it to tell Polly, you know, he did it to tell him so he wouldn't right. be outside of it, but, you know, everything up, changes. Right. Yeah, blowing up in his face, so. That, um, that, that, well, that, that was just part of Frank's talking too much uh, <laughs> stretch it. of the game early on. And he's still just as gullible as he's been the whole time. I mean, basically Tiffany told him everything and mm-hmm. he's still just like, uh, you know, he still just believes people. Well, I, he's got to, yeah, he's he's just missing that he, ability to read people's faces and figure out who's being honest with her because really Tiffany was. And I think, yeah. he, I think he was towards the end starting to, if she stayed another week, that no, would have no, been no. good for he, him. He, I think so too. I, I yeah. wish it would have been her that came back, and I know he was literally came, campaigning for her up until, you know, maybe too hard, maybe show, too hard. Yeah, yeah up until the, the show started. But, um, you know, that's the thing. It's uh, um, he did. He's, he's anything but persistent. Yeah. So, Vanessa's sister uh, would, yeah, Vanessa's sister would have been the best uh, person to return. So last thing, right. But last thing before we let you go, we're spoiler free from the live feeds, but you do watch it constantly. Is there something that's happened on the live feeds that hasn't made the show yet this season that you think people who are cheering for Frank should probably know about? Or can you think of anything that has happened that just didn't make the show and that should have made the show? Tough. Um, Tough question. You know, I've, yeah, it is. Absolutely. Cause there's a lot of really, the, 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 you know, they have a lot of fun in the house as well. Um, and, uh, one of the, I tell you, one of the things that I wish would have made, <laughs> just because it was so off the wall, it has nothing to do with Frank. It was Michelle and James. They had the most awkward conversation whenever <laughs> she would, he was, she was mad at him for being, uh, talking to Tiffany whenever Tiffany was leaving. And you could tell poor James, he went in there and realized that Michelle was throwing a little temper tantrum and he goes in there to try to talk to her about it. And she literally, I thought at first she was teasing because she was so adamant about, I can't believe what are you calling me mean for? I'm not mean. I was like, oh my goodness. It was a, it was a really, I'm sure they've got a clip of that somewhere on YouTube or something. It's really worth watching because it was pretty funny. Um, he was so confused by it, but I was wishing they would have shown a little clip of that because it was pretty, pretty funny. But, 
Uh, there's so many things. I don't know. Really <laughs> All right. Well, we'll look. We'll look that one up. And uh, so this is the first time we've talked where we know Frank is. I don't know. The spoilers were spoiler free. Whether or not Frank's got the HOH, uh, whether or not one of his allies has the HOH. So hopefully Frank's still in the house come this time next week. Either either way, we will talk to you next Saturday at noon. Sabrina, it's uh, always fun chatting with you. We'll we'll talk to you next Saturday, you and maybe we'll okay. sit on. Maybe we'll get sit on. We'll <laughs> entice him with some Waffle House. There we go. We'll get him some Waffle House. All right. Thanks, there Sabrina. All right. Hey, thanks. Bye. That's Sabrina Udi the mother of Frank inside the Big Brother house. That's our Big Brother takeover every week, focusing on Frank. If you're traveling around the city of Memphis or anywhere this week, uh, try taking Uber. We'll be taking Uber tonight, the sports ball, because uh, it's a great way to travel safely throughout the city. If you want to get a free $20 off your first ride with Uber, and $20 Depending on how far you're going, that might just be your entire ride on the Uber because unless you're going from West Memphis or Marion, Arkansas to Carterville, it will cost more than that. But uh, $20 off your first ride with Uber if you type in Uber Cerrito in the promo code slot on the Uber app. So download the Uber app, go to the promo slot, type in Uber Cerrito, that's U-B-E-R-C-E-R-R-I-T-O, and you'll get $20 off your first ride, the Uber Cerrito promo code. You can't beat that. So uh, travel with Uber. And use code Uber Cerrito for your $20 off your first ride with Uber. We'll be right back. You're listening to Surreal Live on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Pro Wrestling's power couple, Dustin Five Star. And Maria. Here reminding you that Memphis Wrestling is back on Saturday mornings. Listen to me and my partner, Kay Cerrito, talk pro wrestling with some of the biggest names in the industry every Saturday in the main event of Cerrito Live. Only on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. It's the only weekly wrestling segment on Memphis Radio. Guarantee you never miss a show by subscribing to Cerrito Live for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. Podcasts are always available at CerritoLive.com. Do you live in Memphis? Do you suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around on weeknights looking at your phone trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that might be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's Trivia Night with questions and stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes including movies, music, 90s TV shows, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team named Hall of Fame. And did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact CerritoTrivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis' most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, rehearsal dinner, reunion, seminar, retreat, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Side effects may include wing prices, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, rock, paper, scissors, and spend quality time with friends. Now play Cerrito Trivia every Tuesday night on Broad Avenue at Rec Room and in East Memphis at Mellow Mushroom every Wednesday night downtown at Tampa Tap and every Thursday night on South Main at the Green Beetle and the Arcade Restaurant. CerritoTrivia.com 